Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. It's 10 o'clock in England, uh, early doors for you guys over there, so looking forward to, to jumping into the conversation today. Um, I imagine most of you already are, but if you're not, give a greenhouse at the top of the 
room a follow uh, make sure you're showing it out to the clubhouse rooms show it out let everyone know that we're here let everyone know what's going on let people know why we should be coming in um, and make sure you're using the chat at the bottom as well so it's great to see everyone here uh title today we're talking about and i think this is really interesting about it's not about being right or about being wrong it's about seeking to understand and i think it's a vital part of this and i'm really looking forward to listening in um, and, and chiming in on the back of this conversation. Um, I, I think for most of the people out there, um, I have met in this room, um, but if you haven't met me before, my name's David, I'm known as the sales angel. I am a sales and business coach slash strategist who works with entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, and business owners to get more results. And I think when we're looking for more results in our businesses, when we're looking to get to the next level within there, having different perspectives is one of the most crucial parts because where we are all right now is based off of what we know and what we do um, and understanding new methods new processes new ways of doing things is a vital part for any of us out there if we want to go and take things off and get to the next level it's going to take a new version of us new ideas new perspectives so i'm listening looking forward to, to listening in on, on this as well today i think there's a number of things that happen when we're talking about this as a subject, uh, I, I think it's so easy for us to know that where we've come from, what we've done, why we're here, how we're here, but actually we can hold a huge amount onto what I did was right or what this person's doing is wrong. But actually, there's a real key part to how this actually can make a big difference. And I, I was reading something the other day and it came down to five primary reasons why getting different perspectives is so important and i think we live in a world now where we are far more exposed to the whole world different everything we can imagine right every country every part of each country each continent there's different ways of doing things and, and countries and continents and different types of people who have thrived for years doing things in slightly different ways and there's lessons to be learnt all across. And I think in the world that we're in now, the exposure to things like the internet, the, the level of exposure of knowledge that we all get is far, far higher. Um, and it's very easy to go, well, I did this, this is the right way, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the other way is the wrong way. It doesn't mean that someone else can't do it a different way. My nan used to say to me many years ago that there's 101 ways to cook your dinner. And it's very true. And there might be a different preference that we have and they might bring different results, but the results are very much based around our perspective and the way we receive those results. And for a lot of us out there, you might be the unicorn in, in your business, in your area, in your town, in your industry. And the way that you do things might well work for you, but that doesn't mean that the other people doing it another way are necessarily wrong. It doesn't mean that they're, that they're right either. It's just a different perspective. And I think it's vitally important that we look at these different areas that are out there. I mean, if you look at one of the, the key out the five that we were, we were looking at um, in my little list here, that that being critical thinking, and that's the ability to compare different viewpoints 
Now, that's not a simple process. It's complex. It's uh, varied, right? Comparing, contrasting, analyzing, interpreting. Um, it's a vital part of this. And we've got to have the level of awareness needed to actually take on such a complex thing. Because whilst we're doing something full on, 100 mile an hour, uh, really going for it, if we suddenly realize that someone else is doing things in a different way, it's very easy for us to either second guess what we're doing or slow down on what we're doing. So it's finding a real fine line between the two and looking at things over time, examining different perspectives. Ultimately, I think it does strengthen our ability to change, adapt and move through. We're going through a time in the world now where things are changing, right? 10 years ago, it was the same and 10 years ago before that. And with our ability to understand in more detail other ways of doing things, irrelevant of being right and irrelevant of being wrong, gives us the ability to actually go off and do things in a more effective way. I spoke to a client the other day. Good morning, Glenn. Um, I spoke to a client the other day and the client said to me, I've done it this way for years and it's served us great. And my reply to them was, that's great. The dinosaurs didn't evolve either. And we've got to look at what we're doing right now in our businesses, what we are doing in our lives. Might well have been the best possible way for us to do things then to get to where we are right now. There might have been a better way for us to have done things, but we are where we are right now. And I think it's really, really important that we look at these different areas within our lives to work it out. But there's a lot of benefits to go with this, right? If you understand that you're trying to understand instead of being right or wrong, it helps you in a number of areas. We hear this in sales, I'm sure Glenn and Mennett, Justin and many other great people out there, um, Kim and uh, other great people, we, we all hear the, the phrases, right? We listen to understand instead of listening to reply. And a lot of us are very guilty in the early stages, but as soon as we know an answer, we are keen to go off and say that answer. But that answer isn't necessarily what's needed. Sometimes we need to understand in more detail what's actually being spoken about, what's going on. And when we can understand without the need just to reply, it gives us an understand an ability, sorry, to to go a level deeper within our lives, to understand at a far better level the people that you're talking to, the people that you're engaging with. And when you go and understand those people at a better level, it gives you the ability to be more effective. And a key thing about this is problem solving, right? If you've got the ability to understand, to acknowledge a different viewpoint, that's far easier to get over a conflict, to get a solid resolution. And some of the best problem solvers that are out there are the people that are able to sit in between the two. And we've got Justin on stage. Justin's uh, a whiz within the property game. And part of that is problem solving. You're trying to get different people that both want different things to come to an agreement. And it's not about which one of them is right and which one of them is wrong. It's about trying to navigate the whole process and get to the best point. And if you can be an effective problem solver, that's what you're trying to find is a solution. 
And if you can understand both sides, and if you can have the empathy to sit on both sides, it makes it far easier for you to take the relevant steps for people get the best out of this. Another key point, which I love to bring up, we're going to get other people talking as well, is when we stop trying to be right or wrong, and I'd love to know if people agree, drop it in the chat if you agree on this one. You get a better level of tolerance. When we're not trying to push our agenda, push our beliefs, push our way of doing things, it's far easier for us to have a higher level of tolerance for other people that are out there. And it's a really important part of our lives because we don't want other people to push their belief on us, prove that they're right and we're wrong. We expect to be heard. We expect to be listened to. We want to be understood. But if we have this expectation of other people, I also think it's really, really important that we have that, 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 that expectation for them. If we want something from other people, we have to be the person to go off and deliver that to other people. If I want respect, if I want tolerance, if I want assistance, if I don't want to be judged, if I don't want to be told I'm wrong and I want to be understood, I need to give that same leniency to other people and become tolerant. If you can get to the stage that you're inclusive and you're tolerant and you're understanding without the need to push our own agenda, it's perfect in business. There's 101 different people that do what I do. I'd like to think I'm one of the best ones that's out there. I'd like to think my clients would definitely agree. But that doesn't mean that my way is only the way that can be done. It doesn't mean that the way I do things now, there can't be room for improvement. But in the same way, what works right now doesn't mean it will work in a year's time or 10 years time. And in that way, I have to be adaptable. I have to learn and I have to be able to change. And one of the the things we do right now is we talk to a lot of businesses that are using outdated methods. And for people that have been in business for a long time, we've all seen these, whether that's Glenn in the automobile space, whether that's just in the property space and the list goes on. For the vast majority of us, we have seen a dramatic change. And what was right or effective back then there's people that were doing those things 20 years ago that were really effective and now they're getting a very, 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 very small conversion in comparison because they've stuck by their guns and they say, no, this is the right way to do it. No, it was an effective way, but now there's alternative options that are out there for us. And I think we need to look at our businesses and think about those. And think, how do we know that what we're doing right now is effective? Doesn't mean we're right or wrong. But how do we know that we're being the most effective that we can actually be? Because that's what we're aiming to do, right? I know I am as a father. I know I am in what I do in my business as a podcast host or a speaker. What I do is done in the way that I believe to be right. I do it with the best intention to do the best that I can. But I also have to hold a belief and an understanding that not everyone out there is necessarily going to agree with what I do or the way I do it because they've got their own belief. And that, again, is completely fine. If we all lived in a world where everyone believed exactly the same thing, it would be a strange world. So having that problem-solving ability, having the ability to be tolerant, having the ability to have critical thinking are all vitally important if we choose not to be right or wrong, but we seek to understand. And there's another part to this which I think is really important.
And I think that's having flexibility. If we're rigid and stiff in our actions, we have no give. That's fine. Live your life and be happy. But if you have a degree of flexibility, when a complex situation comes along, there can be multiple correct answers. It can be varying solutions, varying pathways that we can go off and actually take within our business, within our life. I'm currently going through a, a health kick, shall we say, a transformation, a long-term change in my life. And that's involved in going from 115 and a half kilos to 99, which that took some flexibility. Because for me to have a high level of um, belief and execution in what I was going to do, it wasn't a case that my coach was wrong, but he wanted me to run. And I don't like running. And I live in a world when actually there's a huge amount of options out there in ways that I could increase my heart rate and my tempo, but will actually burn off the excess fat and calories in a way that I would like. Now, if my personal trainer insisted this is the right way, I wouldn't have stayed committed to doing the very thing. And if we've got a business now or a life or a challenge or a problem or a goal, one of the biggest hurdles we are going to face is if there is a huge amount of long-term resistance against that because we feel it is either wrong or ineffective. And if it's wrong or ineffective, we won't save a long hurdle. We won't do the course, which then reduces our likelihood of success. And if our likelihood of success is reduced because I've implemented something that I don't like by the insistence of someone, that's not flexible. So what is flexible? Well, actually, what do you like that's going to give us the same results? High tempo weight workout, boxing, tie boxing. There's a huge amount of things, cycling, that I could do as a replacement. And that flexibility then, because I enjoy it, will still give me the results I've got. And it doesn't mean that he was wrong. Running is still a great form of exercise. But it wasn't the right thing for me. And having that flexibility was vital and he understood that. And by him understanding, Dave doesn't like running. I could get him to run, but he won't be doing this in six months or it's very unlikely. But actually, if we can implement something that he does like, that he enjoys, that he looks forward to, that level of flexibility and understanding of me gives him an ability to impact me on a higher possible level. And I think for most of us out there, if we're really honest with it, sometimes we just automatically want to think that we're right. And that's because of the amount of time and effort or blood, sweat and tears that we might have put into something. And I think that's the big thing we need to look at. That we all have our own baggage. We all know that we do. But actually, sometimes that baggage restrains us from what we do within our lives and within our businesses. Sometimes we've been doing things for so long that we feel that we have to carry on with that to prove that all that hard work and that effort was right. Instead of looking at it in a clear and concise way and actually saying, do you know what? Irrelevant how long I've done it, whether it's right or wrong, is this the best thing now or should I have some more flexibility and understand exactly what I'm going to do. So I understand in a better way what some of the options might be out there right now that I can go off 
and actually change, adapt and evolve within our business, within our life of exactly what we do. And I think it's vitally important that if you go off and you look at and you understand what you are actually trying to achieve and you can look at with flexible eyes the options that are available to you, it makes it far easier. Because if you can look flexibly on exactly what is going on and what is the most effective, you can then go off and actually, instead of trying to become right or wrong, you can just go through the right processes that are adaptable for you right now and at the time you're at right now and the part of your life that you're at right now so that you get the right results. And the fifth one out of it, before we jump into other people, if you want to chime in and share, you're welcome to, is it gives us a level of empathy when we stop being right or wrong. I have a client currently with me and they're going through a difficult point. I don't have sympathy for them, but I have empathy because I'm not trying to prove right or wrong. I'm there to understand them, where they are right now, how they've got there. And mastering that skill of perspective helps me have a stronger sense of empathy and the strongest sense of empathy, get my words out, the strongest sense of empathy that I have gives me the ability to serve those clients at the highest point. People approach and work with me because they're trying to go to a new place. Most of us in here, there's a huge amount of coaches, consultants and experts. And we've got to where we are right now by understanding the way of doing things. And we've done that ourselves. But our best way to help people, if we've got a high level of empathy, gives us a huge amount of benefits and gives us the ability to soar a little bit higher behind that, that helps people move forward. It's very much in the core basis of what we do. Our job uh, as a coach and a consultant or a strategist isn't about being right or wrong. It's actually the complete opposite. If I'm gonna work with Justin, for example, it's not about saying, Justin, what you've done is wrong. This is the way I'll show you the light. But if I can understand with empathy, right, exactly where Justin is, but I've helped 85 people like him do different things. And we've seen 85 ways. Instead of going, this is right and this is wrong, I can say, Justin, here's 85 ways that we people do it. And here's the stats. This worked for them because of this. And this worked for them because of that. And we can understand in a deeper detail, exactly how that will help Justin then get the right results for them. And if Justin has the flexibility, not doesn't have the desire to be right or wrong, we all have the tolerance, we all get the problem solving done in the right way, we can use our critical thinking to then move our business and our lives forward. That's my thoughts. Who'd like to have a little share on this? Uh, flash of the mics. Um, I know it's early morning for many of you people out there. Would anyone like to chime in rather than just listen to my droll voice? I can hear. Hi, Doug. Good morning. Morning, David. How are you? I'm extremely well. Thank you very much, Doug. Extremely well. I love what you were talking about, which is obviously all about emotional intelligence, because, you know, look, in terms of awareness, it's one of the most important things you can have as a leader of business because then if you're aware of where you are, what your trigger points are, what your trauma points are, what your parental programs are, and you work on them in that state of awareness, you can improve to create win-win in the interactions of life. And also in terms of self-regulation, it's very important to, that we do create this win-win. 
and make sure that we self-regulate ourselves so that when these testing people come into our lives, um, we can deal with them in a very emotionally intelligent way. And you obviously mentioned about empathy and compassion in terms of other people understanding their perspectives. And like you say, we are a product of our parents, our preachers, our teachers, and past relationships and experiences. And that means you could see a color as yellow, the other person could see it as orange. It doesn't necessarily mean that either of you are right or either of you are wrong. It's just different perspectives of the same thing. And like you're saying, the problem is in this world is that people don't appreciate that because they all have their own opinions and opinions are a bit like our souls. We all have one, it doesn't necessarily mean we want to hear it, right? So if we can truly ask the right questions to understand rather than making assumptions, we can create a much more favorable environment within the workplace, but also within relationships in, as a whole, whether it be a love relationship or a business relationship, or whatever. And we need to remember and what you were saying is that the word relationship can be broken down into three different parts. There's a ship that goes in a direction, port to port, and you need to make sure yourself and the other person or yourself and your team are on board that ship going in the direction of whether it's a business and a mission and goals aligned to that mission, or if it's a direction in life in terms of a love relationship. And in order to do that, you need to relay in terms of conscious communication, and that means active listening and also relaying consciously what you're trying to say, uh, but also hearing the words, not just listening to the words, actually hearing the energy behind the words uh, and relay those shuns, those expectations, conditions, needs and values so that you're on board that ship going in the right direction, whether it be a business or in, in, in life as well. So, yeah, I love what you're saying. And I think, you know, the only thing I'd add in, obviously, is making sure that you align your teams, the people you work with or everything to a state of motivation, which also comes from uh, emotional intelligence, although motive means a reason which is outside of you, whereas inspiration means in spirit, which it means it comes from inside you. And that comes from passion, purpose and your why. And obviously you can create your why by three different ways. One is to write down five things you love doing, five things you're good at doing, and five things you can add value to people. Two, have a look at the energetics of what you do and how they align to bettering someone's life, a granny or grandpa, mother or father, son or daughter, or something like that. Or three, have a look at the hardships you've gone through in life or the learnings that you've had in life and turn your mess into a message and give it meaning and add value to some people in some way or form. So that way, if you have awareness, you have self-regulation, empathy, compassion, uh, conscious communication, and also inspiration, you will find that your business, your leadership, and your teamwork gets to a new level, which is basically what you're talking about. So I'll pass it back to you. Yeah, thanks, Doug. Always good to have you here. Now, we've only got a few minutes, and then Mr. Glenn Lundy is uh, going to be taking over. Uh, I'm going to be here on the first of every month. Uh, just catching up, listening and chiming in every day as per usual. So I do love this room. And I think it is great hearing people, um, hearing all your stories and hearing exactly what's going on. Um, anyone who is interested in working um, or getting things done, we're getting things better in your business. We've set it up um, at the top of the link here where actually you can all join in um, with our, what we do over here in the UK um, internationally. But we've set it up so you guys don't pay all the crazy money. You only pay seven pounds, which makes it a little bit easier for, for people in their new businesses. Because if we're trying to get to the stage, but we're not trying to um, be right or be wrong, we're trying to understand the exposure to knowledge is really important. Getting the right information, getting it coming through our ears in the right way and setting it in our brain so that we can actually go off and be the most effective out there. Because we've got to where we are right now based on what we know and what we do and what we believe and what we think. Um, and to get to that next level, it's going to take a new version of us. It's going to take tweets. It's going to take changes, um, as we all know. But it's easy for us to believe that for the majority of the time out there, 
but what we've got right now and the skills we've got right now is enough to last us forever. But I think we all know deep down we're not going to. Uh, Glenn, were you looking to jump in early? Because I know you start bang on half past. Or did you want me to carry on for a few more minutes? I think he might yep. be caught. Hey, He'll be right on at 5.30, but I'll, I wanted to jump in, David, and share. Yeah, mate, go ahead. Yeah, so I always look to other industries for inspiration for my own, right? And there's an industry that I looked at fairly closely a couple of years ago. We were actually doing a branding consultation with a project manager, and it triggered this thought. So project management is an entire industry geared towards looking at manufacturing, healthcare, and looking at you know efficiencies and processes for massive, massive organizations. But they use a term that's called agile project management. And as I started digging into it and simplified it, it's basically exactly everything you're explaining. You know, get a concept, create an iteration around it, right? So you create a prototype of a solution. You implement it at rapid speed. And then you also pull back, review it, adjust it, and then reiterate at rapid speed. So agile project management is taking over that entire space what you're explaining is the exact same thing, right? It's the ability to step back, iterate, create a prototype of what you're trying to accomplish, and then implement, review, and adjust. So I think it's a great topic, and anybody can do it in any aspect of their life. They just need to be self-aware enough to be able to step back and make those critical adjustments. So great segment, brother. Nice to see you. Thank you, my man. Thank you. Um, yeah, and this is the thing, right? We've all seen a huge amount of people out there doing crazy stuff, stuff that we disagree with. And here's an e easy one before Glenn jumps in. Out of all of us on stage, I imagine the vast majority have a driving license and we can drive a vehicle. And I'd like to think that we would all probably, if we had to vote, whether we're a good or a bad driver, we'd all pretty much, the majority would say that we're good. But we've also all been on the roads and seen the amount of terrible drivers they are. So if there's a huge amount of terrible drivers out there, they aren't going along doing what they think is wrong. But from our side, we look at it and we see faults. And half the time out there, that's just based on our ability or our way of doing things. And it doesn't, sometimes it is. Some, it doesn't always mean that they're doing it wrong. Sometimes people do things differently than what we believe to be true. And no one out there in their life is purposely saying, I'm going to sabotage my day. I'm going to do this wrong. This is going to be a massive mistake. I'm going to do this in such a way that it goes terribly wrong and I hate it all. We do what we know and we do what we feel is the right thing to do at the time. We do what we believe is going to be the right way of doing it. No one is starting something going, this is going to suck. There's no way of it succeeding. But we all know what the stats are, especially in things like business. The high 70, 60, 70% of businesses that will go out of business inside about first three to four years. None of those people are going, okay, I'm going to set a business up and fail. They did what they thought was right, but they also weren't there to understand fully exactly what was going to be needed, required, demanded from life to get things to move in the right way. And if that's the hot, cold, hard facts of life, that there's people out there that are doing their very best and what they think is right, we have to look inwards on ourselves and think, okay, if there's people externally out there that are doing what they think is right, but it's not, 
there's got to be blind spots in our lives, in our businesses. And I believe we've all got them. That's why I have a coach. Because they come in and they look at what we do and they say, okay, why are you doing that? And I say X and they say, oh, but have you thought about this? And they're looking at it three levels down. So what might work right now might actually cause a problem later. And by having that impartial person, it makes a dramatic difference of where we are. Um, ladies and gents, it's been great talking to you again this morning. I hope you're enjoying the conversation and getting this already and started. Um, I believe Glenn's going to be taking over any minute from us now, which he can chime in whenever he's ready. Um, but if there's anyone else on stage that would like to chime in, uh, share a thought, an idea or a process, um, just flash your microphone up. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.